Mark 13, starting with 24. Jesus speaking. In those days, after the suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from heaven. And the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then He will send out the angels and gather His elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree... Learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth, the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing in your sight this day. O Lord, our rock, our redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. You remember um, what you were doing, where you were at, what was going on on uh, Monday, September 26, 1983. Anybody here remember that? Hmm. Maybe you were listening to, um, hmm, that'll help you remember. Maybe you were listening to Total Eclipse of the Heart (laughs) or maybe Red Red Wine naughty. Those were both big hits. If you're a Star Wars fan, you probably helped make the novelization of The Return of the Jedi one of the best-selling books of that year. Yes, I still have my copy. If you were in New York, you might have stopped by the Broadway musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which did its last showing early in that month. 
There was a ceasefire in Beirut. A U.S. panel had begun looking into these reports of methadone deaths, and President Reagan had told the USSR that the U.S. was open to arms limitations. In Hickory Level, the high temperature that day was a perfect 72 degrees with eight miles of visibility and a low humidity. It sounded like a beautiful day. It was also the day our world almost ended. In the early hours of that morning, the Soviet Union's early warning system detected an incoming missile strike from the United States. Now, the computer readout suggested several missiles had been launched, but the Soviet satellites had mistakenly identified sunlight reflecting on clouds as the engines of the ICBMs. A duty officer at the early warning center, was well-trained in what he should do in this circumstance. Report, refer up, pass the responsibility on this is what you do. To do otherwise would be a dereliction of duty. But this officer, Stanislav Petrov, decided that it was a false alarm and did not report it to his superiors. Now he said, if I had sent my report up the chain of command, nobody would have said a word against it. All I had to do was reach for the phone to raise the direct line to our top commanders. But instead, he called the duty officer at the army headquarters and said the system was malfunctioning. If he had been wrong, the first nuclear blast would have happened minutes later. He said, 23 minutes later, I realized that nothing had happened. If it had been a real strike, then I would have already known about it. It was such a relief. Stanislav Petrov, the man who quite possibly saved the world single-handedly, died this past May at age 77. You know, the first Sunday of Advent is about hope, but it's a specific type of hope. The hope that light will shine amidst the darkness of this world. Jesus spoke of a time of darkness, signs in the heavens, signs on earth, light being extinguished, the sun, the moon, neither one of them shining. He spoke Also within a time of darkness, Israel was occupied by Rome and it had been 400 years since God had last spoken to the children of Israel through the prophets. Where is God? Has he abandoned us? And as we well know, the darkness is still with us. 34 years ago, we were this close and we never even knew it. But what was the report this week about North Korea? Did y'all hear it? Oh, now he's got an ICBM that can reach Washington, D.C. But Jesus assures us that light will overcome the darkness and he counsels us to stay awake. 
See, the problem with darkness is that it makes you want to pull the covers over your head and go to sleep. The darkness of this world makes us want to not listen, to not hear, to shut it away, shut it down. Don't make waves. But He tells us to stay awake even though it might be more comfortable to be lulled to sleep by the things that don't matter to drift off into distraction. So here's the question that so many of the faith are asking themselves this very morning. Are we awake? If that moment, that morning, that day, if it were to be right now, are we awake? Are we ready? Let me ask you this, and just imagine we are here gathered, proclaiming Advent that Jesus is returning. An angel appears and said, it is time. Come, stand before Jesus. Would I, would you, would we be comfortable with that? In light of that, would you feel comfortable with the last 24 hours, the last 24 days? Would you be comfortable with your prayer life, your church attendance, your charitable giving? Oh, those are the traditional. How about, would you be Comfortable with how you've treated others, how you've forgiven others, with how honest you've been to others, to yourself? Would you be comfortable with how often you've acted selfishly or without thought or without compassion? Would you be comfortable with the words that you said in anger? Or the times that You've put your wants before another's needs. Would you, would I, would we be comfortable with the suffering we have chosen not to see? Our patience or our lack of patience? Our tendency to hold a grudge or our ability to give it up? Would we even be comfortable knowing that we are in this safe, this secure place where around the world our brothers and sisters are being men and women, young and old, children even, are being hunted, enslaved, killed? used for others' pleasures simply because they follow Him? And if the answers to all of those questions were, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. <laughs> or we may be too comfortable. 
go back to the 80s for a moment. Anybody remember this guy? <clears throat> David Cassidy. In 1983, he was Joseph in the Broadway musical Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream code. About 10 years before that, he was the teenage heartthrob of the Partridge family. Tammy saw it like, yes, he was. <laughs> he passed away this year. Actually, he passed away this week at age 67. His daughter, Katie Cassidy, uh, Laura Lance on Arrow on the CW, shared this on Twitter after her father's death. Words can't express the solace our families received from all the love and support during this trying time. But then she added this, my father's last words were, so much wasted time. So much wasted time. Yet we serve a God. We know there is a God who redeems the time. Who takes what this world calls a waste and makes it fruitful and holy. A God who speaks through the mouth of the prophets saying, Arise, shine to the people of God, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. A God who says to the churches in the book of Revelations, Wake up and strengthen what remains. Wake up. Keep awake. Be aware. Do not slumber. Do not close our eyes. The blessing of this first Sunday in Advent is that even in the darkness of this world, even in the mess that we have sometimes made of this world, the light shines and one day its radiance will cover all things. Until that day, may God open our eyes, convict our hearts, lead us to repentance, Forgive us our sins and fit us for His service. Dear Lord, let it be. Amen.